Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. My loves, welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. And what are we talking about today, Daddy? Why do we have a hard time apologizing? Or do you have a hard time apologizing? Now, we have to do this show because there was a time, I'm, it's not the time right now, but there was a time for me to say I'm sorry. You know, I would say it, but it took a lot for me to get there. Mm -hmm. Like, it would take a lot for me to get there. So we want to talk to you all today about it. Are you that person that has a hard time apologizing? Give us a call, 404-832-2963. Let's go to the lines, Danny. And, and, and let's... The niggas got to call in first to go to the line, don't they? They, they, they've done it. See, what's wrong? Goddamn. Yeah, baby. I what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is live. Okay? That's how we do it. Uh, go ahead, baby. But the, the topic is really. I was getting ready to say just because the people are saying hi. Let's say hi to them. Can you hear me in Sacramento? Hey, my loves. And yes, we can hear you in Sacramento, baby. What's your name? Lisa Lopez. Hey, Lisa Lopez. What's going on? You're on with Monique and Sydney. Hi. You ever coming down here? I'm sure we're going to get down there eventually. Yeah, yeah. you were there not too long ago with Tommy T's in that area. Is that? Okay, Sacramento, yeah. baby, because you know I get That's them mixed Sacramento. up. Okay, Mama, so listen, we're talking about do you have a hard time apologizing? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> and, the older and, I get, the harder it gets. I'm 45, and it's still hard. And why, I got grandkids. And why? Really why hard. is that? <laughs> why is that? Why? Because of my old ways, and and then I have to be soft for my grandkids. Let me ask you something, Lisa. Though, do you have a hard time apologizing? When you wrong, you know you wrong, and the yes. argument is not going your way, but you still want to stand strong in it? Yep. Now, <laughs> this is why I love my sister's <laughs> honesty. <laughs> now, yep. how do you deal with that, and how does your family deal with you? Like, do your kids look at you and say, you know mama be tripping, and she not going to say she's sorry, even though she knows she wrong, or is that something you're working on? That's something I'm working on. Um, I just had my cousin come over recently. She's a, a counselor at Wellspace, and um, she counseled me through a little bit of, um, i seen an old uh, relative, and I don't know why I lashed out like I did, and it's been so long. And um, I didn't even know I had that resentment still until I seen her. 
Wow. Thank you for for that comment. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling, baby. See, this is why, Daddy, for me, I absolutely love this show because it allows people to come unguarded. And it allows people to say this is truly no judgment. And for that sister to say, I didn't even know I still had resentment. Like, I didn't even know I was still in that place, and I'm still there. So how do we go in and say, I'm sorry, and mean it humbly? And also, it's a I, it's great that they uh, are able to admit that. Someone else is calling that. We're going to take it. Hey, you on with Monique and Sydney? Hello? Sorry, wrong number. All right, baby. And you see how she apologized? That's right. And we were talking about, yes. do you have a hard time apologizing? Sorry, wrong number. Wasn't very jovial. Because she was like, damn, I really wanted to talk to somebody. We were like, sorry, <laughs> wrong number. Wrong number. However, um, with our last caller, her being able to admit that she has a problem apologizing is literally a first step because... There are people who won't acknowledge the fact that they have a problem apologizing to even deal with in the first place. We have a call. Let's see. Baby, this is a hot topic. Do we have a hard time apologizing? You're on with Monique and Sydney. Uh, hi, Monique. How are you doing? We're fine, baby. What's your name? My name is Judah. I'm a 23-year-old uh, male. I live in Bakersfield, California. Um, I have a question. I don't really know. I mean, I feel like it's relatable to the topic. Um, I'm in a relationship. It's been almost about a year. Um, my main problem isn't apologizing. Um, it's more so like accepting apologies. Like, what do you think would be my best, um, game plan, you know, for trying to improve my (sighs) tactic, you know, on accepting apologies from my partner? Can I ask you a question, baby? Sure. Why do you have a hard time accepting an apology? I don't know. Can you give us an example of a situation that you've dealt with so we can kind of laser in on it? Okay. So, um, okay, so uh, his family is really, okay, so with me and my family, we're not really, like, close and uh, we love each other, but we're not as close as, as him and his family. And so, you know, his family, if they do something wrong to him, instead of him holding on to it, I feel like I hold on to it longer than he will. And then, like, if they apologize or he apologizes, I'm like, why are you believing them? Like, they're just going to keep, you know, doing it over and over again. To me, I just feel like it's pointless to apologize if you're going to continue to do something. And, like, until you prove otherwise, I'm going to believe that you're lying to me. You know? Have, would you say that in your life, or if you, if you can in this brief moment, think about that mm-hmm. pivotal moment for you, which made you adopt that ideology that it's difficult for you to believe people, uh, people's apology? What were your experiences with apologies that, you know, put you in a place where you can't trust them? Mm-hmm. I'm asking, what, what do you remember what happened to you, if you will, that would maybe pivotal in your life. Where it's interesting, you're saying that your family is not close. Number one. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying that your family's not close, there's a reason 
for you not to be close. There's a level of acceptance for one another. As you said, you love one another, but mm-hmm. you're not close like your, your, your friend. And perhaps if you love your friend and they're dealing with certain things and you are able to forgive him, perhaps what you can do, since you acknowledge that you notice this pattern in him, do you, you obviously don't like that aspect about yourself. Is that safe to say? So that being the case, it's the equivalent of trying to adopt and adapt some of the uh, adopt some of the qualities that your mate has, because that's the reason why you're probably attracted to your mate, um, because they have qualities that you don't have and probably their qualities that uh, you have that attracts him to you so that if you understand that you have a lack of ability to accept one's apology. Perhaps when you understand uh, how difficult it is for some to apologize, like for yourself, do you find it difficult to apologize to people for their for the mistakes that you've made? Yes, I actually do. Right. It's a uh, it's like a hard pill to swallow for me, and I don't think I don't know if it's like a pride thing or whatever. I just feel like it's not necessary sometimes because I feel like I can always find an excuse for why I'm right or why I'm justified in whatever situation it was. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I usually say the apology for them, not for me. Because mentally I feel like I don't need to. But, <laughs> you well, know. See, well, see, what, what, the one thing that speaks out right away is you have a great degree of character. Because if you did not, you wouldn't be able to say what it is that you're saying right now. So it's when you take that character and then you go to the next step and say, not only do I have to work on being able to apologize, because if I have a difficult time apologizing, perhaps that's the reason why I have a difficult time accepting Mm -hmm. apologies. So Mm -hmm. when when you, you know, sometimes you heard you you've heard the saying we uh, oftentimes despise what we are. Mm. And when we stop despising it, it's because we've removed ourselves from it so that you are opening yourself up to receive a people's apology because you're open enough to render an apology to others. And, and you know what, too, Daddy, for me, and, and this is, a, a, I think, one of the reasons why it was so difficult for me to say I'm sorry, because I didn't want to feel in a feeling stupid. I didn't want to feel like I was incompetent. I didn't want to feel like, you know, like how are they going to look? You're going to look at me like I'm dumb, like I can't believe you didn't know that. So me apologizing was an admittance to saying I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. glad I'm now getting to a place where I can be comfortable in. I didn't know that to say I'm sorry. But I think oftentimes a lot of us fight with if I say I'm sorry, is that going to make me number one look weak? Is it going to make me look mm-hmm. stupid? And am I going to be judged for saying I'm sorry, even though I'm wrong? Right, right. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, baby. Thank you. We, I appreciate it. Have we, a good day, guys. We you appreciate too. you. We're talking about it today, y'all. Do you have a hard time saying I'm sorry? The call-in number is 404-832-2963. And that technical girl asked, do you apologize even when you're right? Why would you apologize if you're right? Because then that would not be the most genuine of apologies. And then you're doing a disservice to it, it, it's it's one of those things where if you know you're wrong, but you don't admit to it, you're.
creating a disservice to yourself and the person that you're dealing with. If you apologize and you believe yourself to be right, you're still creating that same disservice. So it's once we acknowledge a lot of things as the callers who were courageous enough to say, yes, this is my thing, have admitted, now you're positioning yourself to be able to say, I'm sorry, and also to be able to receive sorries. As our last caller said, he has a difficult time with both. We're talking about it, y'all. Do you have a hard time apologizing? Call us at 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Uh, yes, good morning or good afternoon. How you doing, sis? What's your name? Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Extreme Caution. I heard that. How you doing, Extreme Caution? I'm wonderful. How are you? Super. Talk to us, Mama. You have a hard time apologizing. Well, I used to. Um, I used to have a very big hard time apologizing because you never want to admit that you're wrong. You know, because nobody ever wants to be wrong. Everybody wants to be right about everything. Mm-hmm. So when somebody wants to open their mouth about something, whether they have an expertise in that area or not, like, they just want to speak up on it. And wrong or not, people don't want to apologize. What was it? I had to... I was going to say, what was it that, that changed you from being that way? Being honest with myself. And, and realizing that I was cheating myself mm. more so than anybody else by doing those things. Mm. Awesome. Thank you, baby. Very much. You know, Thank you. what I have, I'm challenged with sometimes. Tell me. Just like the baby Joshua, you can hear an apology so many times. And you can be challenged with, I, I mean, I want to say I'm sorry. Or you'll get apologies like this. Well, if you think that I did something. And you'd be like, bitch, hold on to that one. Like, hold on to that apology. If you, if I think that you did, it's like, hold on to that one. And I think that there are things that we bring from childhood into adulthood in reference to being able to apologize and accept apologies. Because if you are a kid and you grow up with, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean that. You begin to say these sorries are falling by the wayside. So it does get kind of hard to accept a person's apology when you feel like, well, what makes you different than everybody else? And and it can. Uh, and I think just like uh, uh, Extreme Caution just said, um, when she started to get real with herself and identify that she was cheating herself, that's the same thing that takes place when you receive an apology and you understand. A lot of things happen because of a lack of understanding of the situation where if someone's apologizing to you and you don't receive it because they've done it multiple times, then what conversation are you having with them to speak about the multiple times that they've apologized but still are doing the same thing. We're talking about it, y'all. Do you have a hard time apologizing? 404-832-2963. We're going to the lines. You're on with Monique and Sydney. Hey, Monique. Hey, Sid. This is Danny from D.C. Hey. This is Danny from D.C. Um, I, my issue, I don't think, is apologizing. It's forgiving. Mm. So there's only this one person that burns me to the core <laughs> that I can't seem to forgive. Mm-hmm. So I know that I need to. I know that I should. 
I just don't know how to or maybe how to go about it. And every time I see the person, I'm like, I should say something. But then I go, no, I'm not going to say nothing. But then I should say something. But then I don't say anything. So I know that I need to, and it's like wearing on me because I want to, but it's like I don't want to. I'm confused. Baby, look, tag team, <laughs> I'm going to tag you in on that one because I know exactly what you're saying. So what what is it that you think doesn't allow you to forgive? Has this person apologized to you and you keep giving them the cold shoulder or something of that nature and you won't forgive them? No, I think it's because I know, like, the full background of the story and the person who forgave them does not know the entire story. So they have forgiven them, but I'm like, they're still lying. So I don't want to forgive them because I know that they're still lying. Well, I mean, now you th- that's a different scenario because... That's the problem, right? I, they've forgiven them, and I need to because they're happy. But it's like I know that they're... I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's like if it's in your place and you're in a position to have a conversation with that individual. Like, for instance, I don't know what your situation is. But, like, it's the equivalent of if you have a girlfriend that has a guy friend that you know the guy friend is lying to your girlfriend, but you can't forgive the girl, you can't forgive the guy friend of your girlfriend who you know is lying, but she has. And I can't say right. that again. And, <laughs> and, and, it's almost and like that. That's almost the situation. Okay. So, so that's almost the situation. So if that's the case, it's one of those things where it may be a situation if you don't really interact with them that it's nothing for you to forgive unless the person that they've lied to who is close to you, you feel comfortable having a conversation about what you know that they've lied about. And it can be tricky because sometimes right. when you tell that individual the truth, You have those individuals that say, you know what, I appreciate you telling me the real, and they deal with it. Maybe ties are severed, and that's what it is. Sometimes ties are not severed, but then you look like you the bad person that tried to mix it up. So you've got to weigh it out if the truth of what you know compels you to do so. However, if it's not part of your relationship for the sake of your sanity, for the sake of the spirit that you want to have in terms of not allowing someone to mess your energy up because they did what they did, sometimes you got to let it go. Mm. For you, not for them. If you're not going to address it, then why hold on to it? It's kind of like somebody saying to you, well, if you're not going to eat this, why do you buy it? Why do you right. have it in your refrigerator? You you just, who buys food that they know they're never going to eat, they just going to look at it. But we hold on to emotions because we don't address certain things knowing that we're never going to utilize it. We're never going to speak to it, but we hold on to it anyway, and it's detrimental to us. Thank you, Danny, for calling so in. So much. And I'm going to tell you Mom something. Said. Thank mm-hmm. you, baby. Thank you. That's so honest, and it's so relatable. 
But in her situation, like you were saying, it's almost, Danny, remove yourself from it. And normally in those type of situations is, I know you was cheating and you ain't tell her everything. Listen, you ain't got nothing to do with that. Keep it going. We're talking about it, baby. Do you have a hard time apologizing? 404-832-2963. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you on with Monique and Sydney? How you doing, Monique? This is Cedric from Houston. Hey, Cedric, how you doing? Hey, Cedric. I'm all right. How you doing, Mr. Sydney? Hey, sir. I uh, just wanted to to call. I feel like this topic is really near and dear to me. Forgiveness is uh, particularly important to me. I feel like it's not just for the other person. It's mostly for us. It makes me sleep good at night. Forgiving somebody makes me feel makes me feel real good about myself and to, to let myself know uh, that that was a, you know, whatever that situation was, was a, was a challenge between, you know, myself, that person, or whatever that was. But I can get over that and get to a lesson and understand that there's a blessing within that called forgiveness. My man. It makes me feel good. There you go, brother. Thank you so much for calling in. Y'all, we're having a conversation today, and I think that this topic is touching a lot of us because most of us, can't say all, most of us, and it's not a cultural difference, it's not a gender difference, most people have a hard time saying, I'm sorry. And the one thing that I got taught in apologizing, because I know there were times that I would show off, right, and my apology to Sid would be, well, I'm sorry. And then he would say, what are you sorry for? Now, God damn it, now I got to tell you what I'm sorry for. And it was like, well, I got to, well, you know what I'm sorry. You know what happened. Mm-mm. Because that's the easy way out. It's like it didn't give me a chance to deal with. And I got so used to with my family. You don't even say you're sorry. You just keep going. And a week will go by and then you just pick back up like, well, we good. So I didn't even get taught how to say I'm sorry but now it's like understanding when you do apologize and when people know the humility and the honesty behind it I think it is best when you say I want to apologize for so I'm not just giving a blank I want to apologize for everything I did right and well bitch how far is this apology going back (laughs) everything if if, if, if I offend you in the 10 years that I know you I just want to apologize Without being direct to what it is that you're apologizing for. And everybody has a reason for acting the way that they act. Um, I had a wonderful opportunity to be raised by a woman named Minnie Hicks, who I spent many a weekend and many a summers with, which was my grandmother. And when you get the type of treatment that you get from and, and those of you know that one person or that when you were growing up, if you were lucky to have them, you knew you weren't going to have another one like them because it was a unique experience where she showed that we all have an expiration date. There is no reason at all to try to, as she would say, put on airs like you're more than what you actually are. And when you understand that you are a human being who is not perfect, the ability to apologize becomes that much easier because if you were trying to prove that you were perfect, the thing that you have to apologize just reveal that you are not. And your inability to apologize reinforces your imperfections. 
So not that we can ever be perfect, but when we stop taking ourselves so heavily and act as if we've been given a certain amount of cool points to begin the day with, and if at the end of the day you come below the number, you were supposed to increase your cool points on the course of the day. And one of them, one of the ways that you do it is how do you apologize for doing something wrong? Apologies are for the week. They even teach you sometimes in sales and in business, never apologize. It's a position of the week. But those are the individuals who read books called, you know, winning through intimidation. But as our last guy just called in and said, hey, listen, I feel good at night when I'm able to apologize. And do you know one of the most disarming things you can do to someone? I'm tired of you doing this. I'm tired of you doing that. And you did this. You did that. You did the other. And you say to them and you look them in the eye and say, you know what? Everything you said, you got a valid point. And I really need to work on me. And I want to take the time out right now and apologize. Because I really got to work on that. See what happens. They almost look at you with their mouth shaped like a goddamn Cheerio. Because <laughs> they expecting a fight. Yes. They expecting a fight. But when you are able to say, you know what? In real time. In real time. You know what? Everything that you said, you have a point. Because you're clear on who you are. And you feel better and you're opening yourself up to individuals that will reciprocate. And at the very least, they will know one thing about you as a person. They may grit their teeth Come on. and grind their teeth at night when they sleep. Okay, They might do that. They may say some off-the-wall shit, but one thing about it, they will own their mistakes. Yes. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're talking about it, y'all. Do you have a hard time apologizing? And my baby Sky just said, what do you do when you apologize to someone? They don't deserve it. And they still act in a fool, but they didn't deserve your apology. What do you do? You know... One thing that I'm trying to deal with, Sky, who am I for them to deserve anything? Like, who am I to say, you don't deserve my forgiveness or you don't deserve my apology? Because who am I? If we're going to apologize and forgive, what they do with it is up to them. That's something that I'm trying to work through myself so I get it. I understand it. I understand it can be difficult trying to forgive somebody and you got to look at them and you know they raggedy as shit. You know everything about them. Their integrity is in question. Their character is in question. And you got to look and say, I forgive you for what you did. And if you believe that they don't deserve it, then you deserve to have the conversation that they deserve to have. You deserve to share with them the conversation that needs to be had. If they, even if they don't deserve that apology, because at the end of the day, you're left with the emotions that you have that made you feel like they're not deserving of an apology, but you gave them one anyway, you're doing a disservice to yourself and that person because now what happens when that dynamic takes place again potentially and they're expecting an apology and then you say, hold hold, hold up, I apologize that time. But, nigga, that's all you getting out of me. That's that's all you getting out of me. I apologize. Well, what's the difference between that time and this time? That time, I was just trying to be cool. 
Okay, I wasn't even trying to get in with you like that. But now we're going to get into it, dog. Because, see, this is what it is. And you like, wait, wait a minute. I, and you are creating a pattern to some degree of dishonesty. Mm. Because if you're not open with your emotions and your feelings to say what it is, it's a big deal to be able to do that. But people make you think that you're weak because you say, I'm sorry, because you say, I don't know, because you say, I wasn't able to do that. I didn't understand that. And when you say that you are sorry, that is the prime example of strength. We're talking about it, my loves. Do you have a hard time apologizing? If you want to talk about it, give us a call at 404-832-2963. Come on. Are you... Yes, Tommy, please put the mic in front of me. Put the mic at Tommy. Damn. Put the mic up, Doug, at Tommy. You know what? I just want want us to back, rewind. Rewind it. I want to rewind. And you know how you're reading a book and you you read a sentence and you just like, you got to highlight it? Mm -hmm. Well, I want to take a quote from Sydney. Come on. Okay. And I just want to highlight it. Highlight it. I want to take a moment and highlight it because that was real profound for me. Come on. Okay. When he said... We despise what we are. Yes. That was big for me. Because a lot of times when we get in a situation and we're, we're, we're mad at someone and we don't feel like we owe an apology because of that situation that we felt like we had to express, but not realizing the reason for our madness is because we can identify with it because it's, it's us. Yes. And so... I just want to take a highlight pencil and go over. We despise what we are. Seems like we got another call. <laughs> 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 we do. But before we go to that call, Tommy felt like church. I did. in the pew. I didn't right. roll this down. Right. Turn to Ephesians 6 5. My Bible scripture. I was. We despise what we are. We have a caller on the line. You're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? It's B. Mike from Baltimore. What's up? Hey, B. What's Mike. Up? What's up, baby? Uh, you know, I'll be doing them Greenmont Avenues at y'all, 32nd Street Park. That's what's up. They don't know nothing about it, Big Mike. They don't know nothing about it. They don't know nothing about down the bottom, sweetheart. Talk to us, baby. Gotta you got a hard time apologizing. You know, it's a, great, it's a great conversation today. You know, what happens when I try to apologize to people, you know, when I used to go to church, and when I say when I used to go to church, mm-hmm. the preacher used to say, when you apologize to somebody, it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, but what I have a problem with is, I'm apologizing, or they're apologizing to me, and they're feeling better, and they're walking around all happy and shit, <laughs> and I'm still upset over what they, what they did to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But That's then, real. This false sense of you gonna feel better when you apologize. You gotta deal with the inner core of what happened to you, or what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So apologies fall shallow with me. You know, a lot of times, especially when the person goes back and do the same thing over and over and over again. Yes. I'm trying to get away from them. You know, we come from a culture in Baltimore <laughs> where nobody apologizes. We do a lot of dirt. And, you know, we live right next door to each other and never speak to each other again and all that. So we do have a problem in our community, and I'm only speaking to my community because that's where my care lies. We do need to learn to apologize and forgive one another. But 
I still got problems with people that apologize to me, and they are happy. We appreciate the call, Big Mike. Keep on listening, baby. My man. Daddy, listen. It ain't going to get no no realer. Listen, I don't care. We see people from London calling in. We see people calling all over the world. It's not going to get any realer in this lifetime than Brother Big Mike off of Green Mount Avenue. Them cats around there, they got signs that you have on real ass G's. Okay? Come on. Because he's telling you from his heart. Like, I got a hard time. You apologize. Now you laughing and shit, and you feel all good in your spirit. And I'm looking at you <laughs> side-eyed like... I'm still but you, up. But you still took my Jordan shirt off the clothesline, mm-hmm. okay, when it was out there drying. <laughs> and I know you did that before. Yes. Okay? What I dig about this show is there's no right or wrong answer. And there's no answers that will be judged, nor no questions. Because when you get a brother that says, yeah, I hear that. And they told me in church, when you do all this apologizing and shit, everything's supposed to be good, but I'm not feeling that way. Uh -uh. That's real shit. That's real heart answer. Because, yes, there has been times when you walk away from everybody apologizing, but you be feeling like, listen, I still don't want to fuck with you. Now, your apology is accepted and all of that. We ain't got a hug when we done. We just understand one another, and let's go on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I appreciate the realness behind that instead of, well, you just apologize, and then you and then God will make everybody feel good and feel better, and you have people walking around, as Honest Mike said, that ain't, the, that ain't the way I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about this shit because I know who this, and you smiling and shit, singing songs. Be honest. <laughs> Sing a song. Sing a song. Don't worry. Ha! What? Ow, ow. Be happy. Be Come happy on. Now. Don't worry. Be happy now. Mike said, fuck that. Okay? That's, I'm, I'm not singing that song. So we're dealing with the honesty of it, and we're dealing with the realness of it, and we're not playing in fantasy that, oh, the moment you forgive, you're going to hear the birds singing. No. Sometimes forgiveness takes some time. Even though you say it out your mouth and you can say, hey, I forgive you. However, that can take some time. It's like, now we got to build this back up. No, I don't feel the same resentment or the same animosity or the same anger. However, today I'm not just going to open up the door and say, well, because I forgave you, come on and walk on in here. Like we, I'm sorry, baby, you can say something? Because you have a conversation and you say to yourself, my mother was always wanting to say, forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. And I, you have to say, well, if there's a junkie in the family, and you know that this junkie been stealing out your pocketbook every time they come over, right? And now they then came about the rehab, and they gave their most humble apology. Mm-hmm. They did. And they over the house. Now, you got to go to the bathroom. Then the junkie is sitting in the living room with your pocketbook. Even though they've apologized, even though they just got out the rehab center, you're going to leave your goddamn pocketbook right there? Or you're going to say, listen here, Brenda, I'm going to grab my pocketbook and I'm going to go on to the bathroom. Well, why you do? I said, I was sorry, bitch, you did. <laughs> but we both know. Come on. Right. Oh, you don't believe me? You don't believe that I got it right? Come on. It's like I can't afford to believe you. You know, I can't afford. But again, this is. Far for the course because there's no one rule that you can apply to every situation. However, what you go back to is if you're asking yourself at the end of the dialogue and the dealings with a person, 
that you feel bad and it's making you feel bad, then you have to investigate why does it make you feel bad. I talk to people sometimes and they'll say, I'm good. I don't need to talk about it. But then they'll say, but I'm pissed off about it. And sometimes when you hold on to things and not say anything about it, it's kind of like you ate some bad food and you know you need to regurgitate it. Mm. But you can't because you're in a place where nobody could appreciate you regurgitating your food. But sometimes you get so sick it doesn't matter who's around. I'm going to need you to pull this goddamn car over. Y'all going to watch me throw it, but I'm going to throw it up. Now, it may have been embarrassing, but how did you feel once you got it out your system? And that's the same thing when you're carrying feelings, whether it is because you can't forgive or because you carry feelings because you know you should have said or should have asked for forgiveness. If it's eating you and only you know in your private times, because, see, we're going to roll a certain way in front of folks, then we are behind folks back and we by ourselves. If in your private time it's bothering you, then you need to, in the words of Dr. How's that working out for you? (laughs) How's it working out? So you start saying to yourself, if it's not working out, then you need to do the necessary things to keep your mindset right and be happy. Because where we from in Baltimore, it sounds like some punk shit if you walk up to somebody and say, man, you know what? I feel good and I'm happy today. People looking at you like you crazy. They looking at you like, nigga, you need to keep that shit to yourself then. Come on. Okay? But you've got to find a way because life can be long or life can be short. But whatever your life is, it's your life to live. And are you going to live it as happy as you possibly can? We're talking about it. We are talking about it. Do you have a hard time apologizing? Give us a call, 404-832-2963. And are you that parent that got a hard time when you've given your children the wrong information, when you may have punished your child and it was not justified, Are you the parent that can go back to your child and say, you know what, I made a mistake and I want to apologize? Or are you that parent that says, I don't give a fuck what I said or what I did because I'm the parent. I will not apologize. And when we do that, look at what we're raising and passing on. So having a hard time to apologize, is that just a gene put in us or is it something that we've watched? And... uh it was a comment in it uh, as some more. She said that. That's Stephen. As, but as some more, mm-hmm. she had said that. Um, That's Stephen. Okay. <laughs> Stephen. Stop this motherfucker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. My bad. said that, Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, my daddy. Um, but it's like. <laughs> as some more had said. Uh, had spoken in reference to now nigga lost his thought. Oh, baby. That's all right. Oh, what 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 you say, Stephen? Bring it back We're around. We're bring it back. We're bring it back. Oh, the problem is trust. And if you keep hearing, that's the the thing that keeps reoccurring with the apology. The trusting that it's the last time. The trusting mm. that. And because we live on a globe that keeps rotating in the same space over and over and over again, the possibility of somebody apologizing and doing the same thing over again is quite possible because 
in our lives, we keep going through the same circumstances again and again and again. And what will you do when you run into that circumstance again? So the trust becomes the thing of do I trust people with my feelings and tell them I'm sorry? Because later on, I could be in the street, and that could come back against me. And now they talking about, well, you said that you sorry. And now I got to be like, oh, bitch, I only said that because versus saying, you're right. I did say I was sorry. And that was because I was wrong. And at least for you, and again, folks, please don't be embarrassed to say it. Because if somebody throws it up in your face, then you're able to say, but I apologize because I knew I was wrong. And that doesn't make me weak because I apologize because I was wrong. What would really make me weak if I knew I was wrong and didn't apologize? Mm. That's going to make me weak. Mm. We're talking about it today, y'all. Do you have a hard time apologizing And how do you apologize? Because I think it's how you apologize that makes the difference. Because someone could say, I don't have a problem at all apologizing. I say, I'm sorry. Whenever I mess up, I say, I'm sorry. But how you saying it is what makes the difference. Because you can get some apologies, again, where somebody could say, hey, listen, if you don't ever want to talk to me again, I understand. But let me apologize for taking that $350 out your purse. And I understand that when you walk out of any room that I'm in and you pick your pocketbook up, sister, I can't be mad. I ain't fucked up about it because I put myself in this position. That's when you feel like you can begin to rebuild a relationship because they're saying, Brenda's saying, let me acknowledge everything I've done. I don't want to say the money I took. Let me tell you the amount I took. Because at one time I was going back and forth. Well, no, bitch, I just took 50. No, I took that whole 300. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I want to apologize because we've been we've been so conditioned to watch how we get down. L- look at the president of the United States. Look at him. This man has said that the former president of the United States tapped his phone at Trump Tower. Now they rolling back from it. Now he done put out there, well, I ain't mean why I tapped like that. What I meant was What? Now you've called this man sick in President Barack Obama for doing what it former President Barack Obama for what it was you alleged that he did, as opposed to someone needs to tell Donald Trump that the same practices that he did under the cloak of darkness as a businessman will not work under the illumination of the public when Mm. you are the president. And if you say that you are sorry and you handle it wrong, someone needs to tell him. There needs to be, what's her name, Olivia? What is her name from Olivia Olivia Pope? Pope. There needs to be someone (laughs) in his corner to spin it for him to let him know, listen, To show your vulnerability as a human being and say, I am sorry, is not a sign of weakness in the eyes of the public. It will be a sign of strength. But to stand strong and wrong when you've got people coming out saying, do you understand how many things that he would have to do to get a wiretap? And it is easy to check those records. But when you see people in charge, see, we live in a world that. We know about Christmas and how to celebrate it based upon Christmas carols. Mm -hmm. So it is the media, it is songs, it is the verbiage that we see that dictates to us to some degree 
how we live. Why do we have to wait to February 14th to tell our significant other we love them? Why? Why? As opposed to February 14th is just one of the many days during the course of the year. Why do you celebrate Christmas on Christmas and the way in which you sell it? Why celebrate it? Why can't it not be on a, a multiple days during the course of the year? Some would say because the shit costs too much. Okay, then I get that. I get that. But... Why can't you say you sorry when you said that a man tapped your phone, but it come to find out you did not? He did not. And see, Daddy, but it goes so much deeper because that's such a form of bullying. That's such a form of bullying. I'm going to say shit, don't mean it, no, I'm not apologizing, on to the next. So what are we teaching the children? Like, what are we teaching... What are we teaching people? Like, what are we showing? Listen, you can say what you want to say. It don't have to be true. Don't do no apologizing. Let's just move on. I was playing with y'all. And that's what we're putting out there. And that's why I believe we sit in the position we sit in right now with a feeling of uncertainty. At Music Clef said, we are programmed. Come on. And that is, that is correct. And... Oftentimes, we speak in reference to uh, computers as if they are separate from us, not realizing that we are programmed just like them. We're talking about it, y'all. Do you have a hard time apologizing? 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hi, Monique. Hi, Sydney. How are you today? Super, super, super. We good, baby. What's your name, sis? Hey, Renee. I'm Lee Sugar. How you doing? Hey, Hey, Mama. I, I... Hey, hey, how you doing? I can't wait to see you in New York City. But listen, I agree with what Mike said. You know, sometimes it's hard just to, after somebody apologizes, to let go. But then it depends on what they're apologizing for. Like, are they, did they just spill some milk? Or did they just uh, do something that's very, very, that could be hurtful and it takes some time to get over? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I agree. But if they, if they spilled that milk on that alpaca rug... That Denzel <laughs> block that shit, block that shit out. That's an alpaca. You better block that shit. Uh, yeah, Monique, I, Monique, I get you, I get that. But I'm, what if it's just an accident? Maybe we had a little bit too many uh, 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 drinks that night, and you accidentally spilled something, and I might be able to get over it. But now if you see, I got something really nice, and I see you kind of do that maliciously. Then I might say, hey, that apology, uh, uh-uh. uh. Right. And, and, and you know what? I think that's the thing. It's all it really depends on the circumstances and the situation. And like, you know, my daddy always says one rule is not applicable to everything. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the two people that you're dealing with. Thank you, mama. It's, it's almost like you. if you, you mm-hmm. spill something like she said, you spill something on my rug. Now, the average person would say that wasn't no big deal because we weren't there. But what y'all didn't see was I saw that bitch throw the Kool-Aid, red Kool-Aid, on my white rug on purpose. Right. And and, and, and then that's when we go with the common sense mode. That's when the common sense button comes on and say, well, listen, how do I accept your apology when I just saw you take your wrist <laughs> and you was looking like the Pope? <laughs> Motherfucking uh, blessing somebody, but you throwing Kool-Aid on my alpaca rug. Now, what may happen at that point with your apology, the right person, because see, at least Sugar, she sound like her and Mike could get together, and both of them sound like they'll fuck somebody up, okay? But love each other hard. Love, love, see, I can tell at Mike from Greenmount, 
He's balled his fist up before. Yes. He's balled his fist For up before. For good reason. At least, sugar, you can tell she ride or die. Okay, <laughs> yes. she down with you. Yes. But I done seen you bless my carpet on purpose with red Kool-Aid, bitch? Yes. Is that the red? Cherry. It ain't cherry. Oh. It's red. Oh, it ain't. That's what they call it <laughs> around the way. It ain't no damn cherry. It ain't no flavor. It's red. Not red. Red. Right. Okay? You accept her apology, but you beat that bitch up in the bathroom. Right. When ain't nobody in there. That's when I say, hey, Robin, can you come in the bathroom for a second? Right. We got to beat this bitch up. We. We, we because I'm we. not going in there by myself. Right. right. Bitch, <laughs> she might be able to get me good. Right. No. Oh, baby, we talking about it. Do you have a hard time apologizing? And how do you apologize? And I think that these conversations are extremely important because as you're hearing with the folks that's calling in, and again, Big Mike really touched my heart because that was very honest. And most of us are afraid to be. Most of us are afraid to say, "I'm still fucked up behind it." And Enzoc said, "And after you beat her ass for fucking up your rug, then you apologize." <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. Do you take my apology like you took that ass whipping for throwing that Kool Aid? The red on my carpet. Oh, oh, baby. Do you have a hard time apologizing? Like, what is it about those five letters? S-O-R-R-Y. What is it about sorry that makes you feel incomplete? We're going to find out from this caller right here. Hey, baby, you're on with Monique and Sid. What's your name? It's Dwayne. What's up, y'all? What's hey, up? Hey, Dwayne. How y'all been, man? <laughs> super, super. How you been? Good, good, good. Talk to question? us. <laughs> Talk uh, to us, Wayne. Uh, you got a problem apologizing? No, no, I'm actually the opposite. And so it's just so funny. I've been listening. And um, <laughs> and I'm like, well, dang, I don't ever have a problem with it. But it's funny because almost 100% of the time when I do apologize, let's say I'm in an argument, I always keep a calm, great tone. And people never receive it well. I think they think I'm being sarcastic or they think it's bullshit mm-hmm. or I don't know what it is. But I'm always right here with the same tone. We could be talking about, why would you just push my damn coffee on my shirt? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Are you a Libra by any chance? Oh, I was actually born in February. I'm Aquarius. Okay, air sign. Still there. But wow. well, it's water. That's right. I don't know if it's water and air, but... <laughs> That's right. But it it, it makes sense. It makes sense what you're saying because I can be faced with that too because people are so used to folks being up on 10 and when right. you're right. on 5, which is the balance between <laughs> 1 and 10, they're looking at you like what planet did you come from exactly. where you're this cool about it and Folks like you are important to talk to because there's always the flip side. And don't, and I ain't got to tell you because I can tell, don't stop being who you are because the world needs folks that are able to apologize because what it will do is make people who have a difficult time apologizing not have such a difficult time, especially when you explain it like you just did. 
Right. You know, so but I, 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 I can totally get that when you say people can think that you're being sarcastic when you're at a very even tone. Because mm-hmm. when Sydney and I first got together to really be in a relationship, his tone would never change. And I'm like, <laughs> you're trying to fuck with me because I'm, I'm, I'm on 59,000. Why are you still right here just even? And then I got to understand I don't have to go there with you. So I understand it when you say that people think you're being sarcastic because initially that's what I thought. I thought, like, why are you talking to me like I'm stupid? And you sound like, and here's some stuff that men don't say to one another, but you sound like you have a very loving spirit. And when you have that and you're saying to yourself, the reason why I'm not coming for you is because I dig you as a person. And if we're going to be friends, why would I try to pulverize you with my criticisms as opposed to have a conversation with you so that we could be better as we move forward? And when we share these words, when we use our words, how do you tell your kids? Use your words, not your hands. Use your words, not your feet. Your feet belong on the floor, not in their asses. When we start using our words and say what's really on our mind, it, it comes across. Now they like, okay, they are sincere about what it is that they're saying. But after they get to know you, they accept like, that's that's just how he do. Right, right. And see, usually we can't get to the point of getting to know one another because that'll be our last confrontation. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. But, you know, sometimes when you're having a conversation, I think, Daddy, that could put butterflies in your stomach because you think it's going to be confrontational. And the one way that I think that works for me Sometimes I have to say in the beginning of the conversation, I want to have this conversation in nothing but love so that we understand I'm not coming in here with my fist balled up, though some real shit has to be said. It's said out of love. And I think sometimes when we have those real honest conversations, we have them in when we've gotten our full Mm-hmm. instead of having them when we're just having coffee. And it's like, you know what? I noticed something, and I want to share it with you. Mm-hmm. We wait till we get to our pot boil over, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to give it to you with, I'm so angry, and you do, you may owe an apology, or you may need to get an apology, but because now we're going at it so angrily, nobody's going to hear, I'm sorry, and even accept it. And when you have the belief in yourself through practice, Because here's something else we oftentimes don't do in our life. We oftentimes don't practice what it is that we're going to say to the individual that we need to speak to. As if, you know, we we go through repetitions in our mind where uh, what you going to say to Carl if he asks you out? I'm going to say to him, what you going to say to her to ask out? We'll go through that, but we don't go through the understanding of, I don't want to have a beef, and I know we're not going to have a beef because I showed up. Mm. And based upon what I'm going to say and share, it won't allow it to be a fight on my part. Now, if they want to flare up, that's their right. But if I don't flare up, then it's not going to be the same type of fight as if I did. So having the confidence in yourself and saying, listen, because I'm there with this person, 
we're not going to get into it because what as soon as they understand that this is not about a fight and this is about us working it out so that we can move forward, it's going to give us a better chance. Now, for those individuals that can appreciate it, this is why self-defense courses are necessary because you might have to get down. Okay, you might, you might, it ain't going to always work out, you know, but it's important that when you come to the table knowing that, listen, my intention is not to have a fight with you, but can we work this out where you stop stealing my money? Please, Because the next time you do, and I know you got a drug problem, but I'm going to have to call the law on you because I'm getting sick (laughs) of coming up show. Now, let me get my purse. <laughs> you be like, bitch, I keep getting eviction notices. Let me get, right. And I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to work every day. But the cards. They, God damn. Right. We talked about it. We talked about it. Do you have a hard time apologizing? And if you do, rewind the show and listen back and try to figure out how can you be that person that when you do need to apologize, you humbly give it with an explanation. And then how can you be that person that you feel like you deserve an apology and you don't get it the way you think you're supposed to get it? How do you deal with that? So we talked about it. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. And like we keep telling you, tell a friend, tell another friend, and let them tell 10 friends to go to play.it and click on Monique and Sydney's open relationship for some real open, honest conversation. You want to say anything, Daddy? Mm-mm, baby, we, you take us on home. Well, I'm going to take us on home, but I want to let y'all know real quick before we go on home. April the 7th and 8th, if you're in Addison, Texas, we're going to be at the Improv. And April 29th, I'm excited about this show. I'm As excited about all the shows. All of them. But, all of them, but I'm going to be in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo. I've never been to Kalamazoo. Mm-mm. Baby, come on now. Cal- and I can't wait to see the Kalamazooians. That's what's up. Because that's what they are. That's what's up. Okay, so April 7th and 3rd, we're going to be at the Addison Improv in Addison, Texas. April 7th and April 8th. April 7th and 8th and April 29th. Kalamazoo Theater, baby. It's going down. We love y'all so much. We want to thank y'all. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. We're free. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.